You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again, the best damn liberty podcast that you've never heard of. I'll be your guide as we peer into the ridiculous reality that is our society and our government. Let's get to it. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again. I'm your host, Cam Harless, and with me today, is there are a couple of good people. Uh, we've got from the Voluntary Vixens on our own MLGA network, Miss Maddie, and today we've got the Young Ripper. We've got the lead singer, the lead screamer, whatever you want to call it, of backwards. You know. You know who he is. I'm talking about Eric July. So, uh, th- welcome, Eric. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for letting me tag along, too. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I'll i say this again, even though we talked about it just a few minutes ago. But the f- my first ever interview with someone that was actually cool on my show was you three years ago. And then the audio situation didn't work. So I've got a backup plan and backup plan. Uh, but yeah, I just... I just wanted to have you back on to chat and, uh, you know, I wanted to have our favorite black Nazi sympathizer on the show. <laughs> Everyone needs one. I mean, uh, let, <laughs> let, let the loser brigade tell it, man. That's like the perfect definition of it. <laughs> yeah, I figured it, well, tomorrow is Juneteenth, so we, we might as well have, have you on. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love and it. And what's, what's funny is Talib Quelly, the first time I ever heard his name, because I'm a little white boy from Alabama, was when he started posting your that doc, um, that doctored screenshot of you saying that Nazis can mm, be libertarian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. conveniently leaving mm-hmm. out the whole argument. And then, right. was it last week when Sarwark decided to, to jump on you for that too? Yeah, he decided to uh, jump his silly behind uh, on it. And it's so hilarious because it backfired for him um, because he thought that his was going to be a great, great time to kiss the behind of Talib Kweli um, just for the sake of attacking myself as well as uh, Tom Woods during that period of time. And out of all of that, Talib Kweli ended up calling him racist, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Sarwar. So it's just funny how it's like that whole kind of ordeal really proves what I've said about those types is that they can't be reasoned with. Nothing that you can say, nothing that you can generally do is going to stop them from calling you uh, whatever silly derogatory name that they want to call you. And that little point right there proved it because he tried to he tried his damnedest to to really just uh, latch on to that and and. and try to knock me for it and out, out of all of that and he ends up getting called racist and, and talib quality attacks him so it was that was hilarious to see to see that kind of <laughs> unfold um and blow up right in his face oh yeah like that's that was my first thought when i saw it i was like this white boy this 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 guy who's pretending to be libertarian and is definitely more on the left <laughs> is going to try to suck the toes of, of of some famous person to, and it, God, it blew up. And that, that was probably my favorite <laughs> moment because every now and then I go on Twitter and I see that, that same screenshot and that same nonsense. Mm. And, and so I don't, I couldn't not know about that. But when, when that, when right. Sarwark does anything stupid, I'm, I'm always there. I, I love it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, man. It pops up like that. That screenshot pops up every now and then. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like no amount of, to the people that generally want to continue to use it, no amount of explanation, no amount of actual context. I provided the video evidence, all, all of that. They don't care nope. about that. It's just, they're, they're in the business of just trying to do what they can. And I know it hurts them so much because they, they attempt to do this like every like six, six months and it doesn't work. Like it doesn't work. You're like, all right, we're going to, we're going to for sure, um, have him, he's going to be blown off the orbit, right? Because of this, this doctor screenshot that we're going to continue to share down and it just never works. Um, and I know that really makes them angry because they, they continue to do it. It continues not to work. Um, but that's the only thing that they have. So they, they do what they can and that loser brigade on the, on the left side of these, well, I'm not even gonna call them libertarians. They might call themselves libertarians. <laughs> um, but they try to, you know, put that deal out there, that screenshot out there again and again and again, and it continues to fail in terms of it does not knock me like they think that it knocked me, especially considering that, you know, I have the receipts. I have all of the, actual you know the context and, and everything i got proof that that photo was doctored um and so forth they're just not interested in it because they're only interested in really just trying to 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 down talk knock my name and so forth and if that's what they want to do that's the approach that they want to do that so be it but it's just it's just not working so they can continue um they'll give it another shot probably in six months talib will pop back up and they'll try to weaponize him against me and it won't work again. well and that's what's so funny to me is i see this happening and i'm like you really think you're a nazi sympathizer is a great attack on a black dude like well, like they and they also work Right, they tried to pull it on uh, Dave Smith, who is a Jew. A Jew, yeah. <laughs> so it's like survivors. We are the last guys, <laughs> right? We're the last guys, right? That you think uh, like I mean, I got to be. I was talking about this with actually some of my followers about man, I must be if if I'm a supposed Nazi sympathizer or Nazis follow me, like I have to be doing some pretty sick like mind tricks on these guys because they're looking up to and following a black man. And you think that these guys would hate me. So I'm like pulling the puppetry. How I'm doing it, I don't know. I was like, hey, man, I need to be linking up. I don't know what the ancient one in Tibet <laughs> trying to figure out how to channel all of this, all of this, these powers that I have. If I'm able to do that and I'm able to 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 control the minds of people that hate me and they look up to, to the people that the person or even when you consider Dave Smith, the type of people that you would think these types would hate. Yeah. So. I don't know how I'm doing it, but uh, I would like to try to channel that power because I feel like I can change the world if if I can get control of that that power. If I'm able to do such such silly things as such and and change people's minds to where they follow the people that they claim to hate. It's it's honestly like I laugh every time I see it because one, <laughs> it's so ludicrous to me. And two, I'm about to watch you just slap at him. And I I appreciate it every time I see it. Um, what's funny though, is before, uh, before we, I just recently moved down to Florida, but when I was up in Pennsylvania, uh, I have ball pythons. And so there was a guy up there that I'd buy my live rats to feed those ball, ball pythons. And we'd talk uh, every now and then, you know, we, not a lot, but you know, we were, we were friendly with each other. And the other day he posted one of your videos and I was like, I was like, Hey man, I, I know him. 
he's like, wait, you know him? I was like, I was like, yeah, we, we swim in the same circles. And, you know, I actually had a failed episode with him a couple of years ago on my show. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like, because uh, he's like one of those that's kind of like in the center from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm like, come to the dark side. Keep listening to Eric. Come to the dark side. <laughs> so when i told him that you were coming back on he was like send me the link send me the link i love that guy (laughs) i appreciate that yeah man it happens every now and then like somebody reach out to me um i got cousins uh that reach out to me every now and then they're like hey so-and-so co-worker of mine shared your video um or or something and it's like it it, it puts it into perspective really as far as the reach because i think even even myself i tend to underestimate like how many eyes I guess I have on what it is that I do. And um, I think it's important because it's, it's like, I've come a long way as far as just being able to position myself um, in a way that the message can get out. is something that I pride myself. Definitely. I've actually put to to task over the last five years or so. Um, And to put it in the eyes and put my, whether it be the podcasting or the videos or whatever, just put it in the, in the eyes of people that, you know, they may never heard it worded like this. They may not know what libertarianism is. They may not know what anarcho-capitalism is or voluntarism or, they, or any of these sorts of concepts. They may not understand those. And that's been my, my thing. And, you know, to see that kind of coming to fruition and every now and then people that I know say, Hey, uh, so-and-so from so-and-so ended up sharing your video. I get cousins all the time that message me and see uh, and, and highlight how somebody shared like a clip of mine or something that I said. And it, it's it's awesome because it's showing that the reach is out there. And ultimately, that's what it's always been for me is I just want to position myself to to get this word out to as many people as I possibly can. Um, and uh, if, if they don't get it now, uh, they may get it. F- you know, next month, five years from now, um, as long as I can plant a seed in some way, shape, form or fashion has always been the goal uh, for what it is that I do and the different sort of things that I do um, and why I'm so involved in, in in a million different things with music and all of these different things, because I'm always trying to position myself and uh, more so that word to get that out there to people that I know otherwise would never hear it or they're going to hear it funneled by somebody that's going to just straw man the living crap out of it. Um, and call like libertarianism or anarcho-capitalism something that it isn't. Um, so yeah, man, to see that kind of, you know, coming into fruition, man, at the, and I'm still young, you know, so that's what's awesome about it is that I'm just really getting started as far as my political, I just turned 30, man. So it's like my political, uh, or more so my, me, me being able to position myself is, is more of a thing that's just really getting going. And um, I'm blessed, man, that that I've been able to just put my stuff in these people's eyes and, and ears and so forth. And that's that's one of the things that um, I've appreciated about you is like one of the like I was I went to film school for a good period of time. And as a Christian who went to film school, people always on my side of things always wanted me to talk up every Christian movie that came out, even though they were all hot garbage. Like every single one of them that's ever been made, just except for the passion. Yeah. I mean, because Mel Gibson did it. Right. But like that has been, that was one of those things. I don't do film anymore, but there was the longest time where I was like, you know, Christianity would do so much better with film if they'd actually do a good job, work with excellence, make a product worth, 
using. And a couple of years ago, I was like, oh no, libertarianism is the same way. I'm just going into a second version of this where <laughs> Lord knows most things are not going to be great. <laughs> yeah. And so then, yeah. you know, you, Dave Smith, uh, Malice, different people who do great content. I'm always like, thank God that you're there because, because, you know, I just hope, you know, the people who shouldn't be picking up a video camera, don't pick them up and start making libertarian movies. Cause I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Oh man, like yeah, I mean, look, and, and this is one th- point that I've, dro- I've driven home. <clears throat> excuse me with with my um, with my audience and telling them to be involved in other these things. I always say that, look, man, this is a battle culture, um, and politics is more so the lagging indicator. You can sit here and um, hate it or love it. That's just kind of what it is. Um, and one of the things that I emphasize when I talk to people about if they choose to go the route of culture, uh, subculture and using that to plant seeds, first and foremost, be good yeah. at it. Um, like that's very important. Like be, be good at it. Like be actual, like work on your craft, beat on your craft. Cause that's what we did. Like backwards, man, we, we come from a line of successful bands, like everybody that, joined our band so we were already vetted like we weren't just a bunch of guys that were like yeah we're just gonna do a bunch of libertarian music um and that was it no we all came from different i came from fire from the gods you had guys that come from uh, like the bad chapter all these bands were signed bands that had had been around uh for a little bit and saw some success and then we came together and formed this and that was how we won it was just one of those things where we made music that we knew people wanted to hear um, but the music itself was good, was solid first and foremost. And, uh, that was because we came from that background and we knew, we know what it is that we're doing. So before people even knew what we were talking about or knew what we stood for, they liked the music, like no matter what. So that's always been the thing. And this is why I appreciate you, you the people that you mentioned, this is just Dave Smith. Dave Smith is a, he's a good comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, if you, if you separated him from, from that, he would still be like, if, say if he wasn't, a full blown libertarian or didn't even have that in my, his material, you would see that he was just, uh, he, that talent that's there. Yeah. He's, he's just good. He's just good at what he does. And that's what's important. It's not enough just to be like, uh, you know, like you mentioned, you know, Christian, we've seen that in music as well, you know, with, with, uh, people that, w- that whole, it was a sector of individuals or more so bands that were trying to make more Christian related music. And some of it was okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of it was a lot of it was really bad. And that's the thing. It's not just good enough to have a message. That's not just, that's right. not good enough. Beat on your craft and try to be the best that you could possibly be because they're not going to listen unless you are good at what it is that you do. So that's a very important thing that I've driven home about uh, people that choose to sort of use culture to elevate their message. Like be good at what it is that whatever it is you're a part of, be the best that you can possibly be um at it and be talented be great um at what it is that you're doing because just having the message alone isn't enough absolutely not well yeah i mean you're 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 right and that's that's one of the the things that's always bugged me because you know politics is downstream of culture so when Mm -hmm. we when we make these types of things well i don't make a lot of things yet i'm my (laughs) my favorite things have been the red pills and i like to think i did pretty well with the ones i've done so far but um politics is downstream of culture and the left has a vice grip on you know they have a cultural hegemony you know and that's what we're fighting against and and so 
when I see someone like you who's like, hey, we need to be good, not just we need to make it. I'm like, dude, you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's important. It's very important, man. And and that's I know obviously that's not saying that to sort of deter anybody from doing it or trying to do it. It's just like you have to understand the game. Um and a lot of what we've done as far as a position, also, I'm just talking about the just the band more specifically. A lot of that was just being great at what it was that we did. Like it was, it was um like these guys are talented musicians, man. And they, in a lot of cases, they make me look a lot better than what I am or sound a lot better because those guys are really good, man. Our musicians that are in our band are like top tier musicians. Alex, who you hear him singing on a lot of the records, do a lot of the clean sing. He is a phenomenal. He grew up in the church. He is a phenomenal singer. That guy can can blow the top off of anything. You give him a cappella, um, you know, record or, or obviously lack of music, and he would still blow it out the water. Like that dude can just really blow. Um, and having him as my right hand man has just been awesome. But that's important. It's important. I beat on your craft, and I would encourage people to do that. I'd be like, look. Get good at what it is that you're doing first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Get good at what it is that you're doing uh, and, and try to be the best that you can possibly be. And then, you know, start to try to try to actually implement that and make it come to fruition, like in a way of a record or in a way of a movie or in a, in a way of uh, uh, whatever it is that you're 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 doing content or whatever that you're creating. Start there, though. Get talented, man, and and, and be the best that you can possibly uh, be because there's a whole swath of other people that you're going to be competing with that are, that may have the worst ideas in the world, but they're at least somewhat good at what it is they do. One question I had was, um, as I said before, I mean, I know that there are people, surprising people that really like what you do and listen to you. Have you ever had, like, when you've played music or talk to people who just know you from your music. Have you had a lot of people go, man, you really made me rethink my philosophy or my politics or freedom and what we have? Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> one of the best feelings to me in the world. And I'm, I know Alex, one of our other, our other like vocal and, and cap in, in the group. We'll say this as well. It's it's a special feeling, man. When you get off of that stage, you you, you know whether it be on a tour or what have you, <clears throat> performing in front of hundreds of people, and you get off of that stage and you go to the merch table, and you hear someone, you know, they come up to you, they thank you for the music, and then like, look, man, I never heard of what libertarianism was. And then I heard you guys and I started looking more into it. Or I remember I'm you, I messaged you a long time ago about what kind of books. And I read like Anatomy of the State by Mary Rockbard. And and um, I appreciate you guys kind of planting that seed or, or something along that nature. That is such a great feeling for us because obviously it, it lets us know that what we're doing is working. But between my messages, dude, uh, between... Everything it is that I, I do, I mean, I've had people reach out to me and say that, and it's such a wonderful feeling because that's what it's about. Hate me all you want. That is what it's about for me is getting this message out to as many people as possible and having them hear it. Um, and like I said, if the seed doesn't grow next, the day they hear it, it may grow down the line. That's good enough for me. If I perform in front of hundreds of people and one person comes out of that like, hmm, just second guessing <laughs> what they've long, long understood as truth. 
that's a win. But absolutely, so many people have come up to me <clears throat> before. I mean, I got Chad Prather over at the Blaze TV saying taxation is theft uh, <laughs> on the Blaze. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, like, this is this is what it's about with Doing me. It. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, like, it, it, that's what it's about for me. And and it, it's um, I've had so many people at least never heard. They never heard it. Right. They never they knew what libertarianism was. Through a lens of someone that had every intention on making it seem like it was the worst thing possible. And that's a lot of what's going on, certainly when it comes to, to cultures that is just a bunch of weirdos that are just saying what it is not. So they tend to associate it with something that it's completely not. So when they hear it from someone, generally, they're like, man, not generally, but, you know, a lot of times they're like, hmm, never heard it that way. I agree with that. I said that look, I, when I go speak at like college campuses and stuff, one of the things I always lead with. Is like basic libertarianism, and I have the the crowd uh, uh, raise their hand and, and like not raise their hand, depending on the question mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm I'm answering, and they'll generally agree across the board as far as whatever way that I, I'm, I'm expecting them to to be. And I'm like, congratulations, you're actually a libertarian. Yeah. The issue is that a lot of people are inconsistent mm-hmm. on, on some of the principles as when it's when it's allowable to use force um, and so forth. So it's 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 getting them to recognize that that those are principles that they generally already hold and extending them all the way to the logical conclusion is more so what it's about. And man, it feels, it's a great feeling to hear that from some people and tell me that, that they've rather through my music, through a video or something like that, uh, that this was what, what got them thinking um, this or made them become a libertarian, man. To me, that's what it's all about. Well, that and you, you, you had a brand new song come out. What? Three days ago, yeah, something like that. It wasn't that four, four, like four days ago or so. It wasn't that long yeah, ago. It, it was a throwaway. It's called the Great Equalizer, and to sound as wide as possible, I want to say that 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 shit slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, man. And I appreciate that. That that song, that song was a throwaway. Believe it or not. We did that song and it just didn't make the album. It's an unorthodox song. It's a song where I do all the cleans. I did like every every vocal on that track I did. Um like Alex didn't do anything. Like I did the singing, I did the screaming, I did everything. Uh, uh and it didn't make the album because uh it was just unorthodox. It was like it didn't seem to go along the 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 like kind of theme of yeah. what we were going with the back and forth of me and Alex on the, on on most of the tracks on on veracity. And with this whole ordeal going down, man, it was like um I, I seen all these articles and like, man, so many new gun owners, right? Mm-hmm. So many new people that are first time gun owners, first time that they've ever got a gun, they've owned a weapon or, or anything like that. And I'm like, man, this would be a, a a sweet time to drop that song that we never even that we never even released that we weren't going. We certainly weren't going to put it on the upcoming album. So I touched up the lyrics uh, just a little bit, uh, some of the recording just a little bit, and then we dropped it. And it was like, we, I mean, the reception has been nuts. It's kind of one of the more successful singles uh, that we've had. I mean, and it's crazy because we didn't we didn't have it. It was a surprise song. It never it never was a track that was intended to do that well. Um, it was just kind of a hey here, thanks for holding off. You guys have been very patient. It's been three years since we dropped any, or two years since we dropped some music. Three years since we dropped an album. 
and so many people enjoyed it. Um, and some people are like, dude, this is my most favorite. This is my favorite track that you guys have ever dropped. And I'm like, it's it, it's kind of difficult for me to respond to that because um, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Like it was just like a throwaway song, but a lot of people like it, and uh, if they like it, I love it. You know, so uh, it, it was fun to get that out there to kind of hold a lot of people off because uh, we have you know with this whole COVID thing, we have absolutely no idea when this uh when we're gonna get back on the road like you know we don't know so i think it'll be suicide for us to attempt to put out an album here like i think that's a that'd be a terrible idea uh in this climate because we don't know when we're gonna go on the road Mm -hmm. so you know we we just kind of uh we decided you know what let's just uh throw this out there and a lot of people enjoyed it man and i appreciate all the support for for that um because, like I say, it was just one of those things. You're like, hey, why don't you just put it out? Let's just see what happens. And people love it. Oh, yeah. And I'm definitely going to throw the a link to at least the the YouTube. And if you, you can, sure. wherever you can purchase it. If you'll send me that, I'll put it in there, too. But if you're down, yeah. I'd love to let that be our outro song to, today. Right at the end of the show. By, by all means, you ain't got you ain't never got to ask me I know, for I, nothing like that. Just do it. <laughs> I feel like we, we probably Let's share the same thoughts on IP. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do it. I don't care, man. This is like... <laughs> do it just put it out there i don't care at all <laughs> so i did have a question if um gotcha. if you could fight tom morello in a communist versus ancap prize fight what fighting style would you use and what would your finishing move be oh man i'm a boxer man uh this is what i grew up doing so it ain't gonna be no fin i mean I, I'm, a, I'm a southpaw guy um ironically enough so my strong hand is my jab, even because I'm right-handed. Like I'm right-handed, uh, but I fight southpaw. So um, you know, you think about your power hand being on the backside, but I fight, I fight southpaw. Okay. So it's probably going to be a jab, uh, just a simple jab that's going to hurt him, <laughs> and I think it'll put him down. I think it'll put it down. Wouldn't need, would, and I wouldn't need even much. It wouldn't need much. Probably not with Tom. Probably wouldn't need much. Just, just a slight jab would do it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny though because I, I was thinking about them the other day. Because uh, people were getting all frustrated with either him or uh, Alex about saying something against the police with all the George Floyd stuff going on. And people were like, what machine do you think they were raging against? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, some people don't seem to know. Um, Like, and it's like this weird thing where people seem to... um, they don't seem to understand, like, definitely a lot of musicians and what they say. Because some of the musicians don't understand what they damn say mm-hmm. um, at the time. And they're like, this is why it's so easy for them to be, just be raging hypocrites um, and then go support, like, Bernie Sanders after making music in which they're like, government's bad. And they go support the big, the biggest of the biggest government candidates. Uh, but we've had that. We dealt with that, too, um, for people to be like, uh, when I talked about, as an example, like looters, and I'm like, looters are bad, you know, or or what have you, whatever it, it is that I said to get people that be like, oh man, it's crazy how you you would talk about the looters, but you won't talk about uh, the state killing a black man. I'm like, dog, have you heard? Listen to like the eight, <laughs> I don't know, eighteen songs that I dropped on this entire subject. Uh, where you sleep through all of those, like nobody gets to lecture me about of all people. Gets to lecture me about 
being against what the state's doing to kill people. Like you have absolutely nothing to stand on. Uh, because I, for one, I do it all day long. I do it every day, all throughout the year. And I drop so many, so many songs on this, uh, particular subject. I'm not mad just because I'm, I was told to be mad, but it really just goes to show how people just don't, they listen to what they want to listen to. And, um, I, it was funny. The guy the other day on my Twitter was like, yeah, man, you've never talked about, you never talked because this whole defund the police thing was going. I was like, you never talked about, uh, defunding or uh, abolishing the police or anything like that. And I linked this video that I did four years ago. That's literally, that's the title. Like the title was like, if you want to solve police brutality, abolish the police. Like that was like the literal title, like in, in the actual video. It was like, dude, just cause y'all started getting mad today does not mean a lot of us, uh, don't talk about this year round. Well, yeah. And that's, that's been, I've been a little bit annoyed by it because it's like autonomous zones, defunding the police. All of a sudden, the leftists have stumbled upon our ideas, and then they're like, hey, let's bastardize the hell out of them and, and make them big. And it's it's one of those things where I'm like, one, I've been saying this crap on and off. I mean, like, not as strongly as I have in more recent years, but for 10 years, I've been talking yeah. about this crap. And it's like, all of a sudden, just because I don't racialize it, I've not talked about it there at all. Go. That's the thing. Yep. That's how they. That's how they so operate. annoying. <laughs> it is. I was just saying. I feel like some guy who was from Liverpool and heard the Beatles before they got <laughs> big, and now the Beatles have gotten big, and I'm not a real Beatles fan. But I'm not a real Beatles <laughs> fan. I feel like they're wholly over, overrated. So there's your. There's yeah. your. There's some controversy for you. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Maddie? I was gonna say like um, the whole. It's not even. So they say, um, if you're silent, you're violent, especially like, you know, the color of my skin is white. So if I'm silent, you're quote unquote silent. It's a, I'm obviously committing or endorsing genocide, but it's like, it doesn't matter that you're not actually silent. It just means you're not saying exactly what they want you to say. And so, um, Jesse and I, my, my co-host, we put out a podcast episode last week with, um, our other friend, Kim, and the title of it was, we're not silent, you're not listening. <laughs> and it's just because that I might not be saying exactly what um, is expected of me to say, like bow, bow down, do the ally signaling, try to make sure everybody on the left like knows that I'm on your side, like I'm one of you, I'm one of you, I'm a good person, right? Like, I'm one of the good white people. They clearly don't care. <laughs> like how many experiences or how many examples do we have where it doesn't matter? Like they'll... The mob will destroy and eat you anyway. It's just, it's not silent. It's if you're just not choosing to listen to it. Yeah, they they plug their ears, right? They like they nah, like nah, uh, nah. they like to pretend. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. They like to pretend that that like you haven't been saying something yeah. like, and, and and it's like they feel as if if it's not in their in their scope, right? They're not through their lens. It just doesn't exist. So like you put it, you put it perfect when you know you say that. Uh, like we've been, they hijack these ideas. Like we've been talking about a lot of these ideas and then they, they, they not only just screw them up, but they act as if liberals, like to sit up here and say like libertarians, like you see weird comments toward the blue check marks, like, Oh, it's funny. The libertarians are quiet right now. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, first of all, I want a libertarians ever quiet about anything. Um, but just because you don't see it. And I'm like, and one of these guys, I was like, because I, I looked on his page, I was like, you don't follow. We have no common followers or anything like that. What libertarians do you even follow? Mm. 
to to come up to that conclusion that libertarians aren't saying anything or libertarians are or are, are, are somehow quiet about a situation. They only see what they want to see. They only see what they want to see. And it, this really is representative of the entire, entire ideology, such as what's going on with this whole uh, everybody wants to lift black voices and and uh, and and cater to black people and lift them, amplify, amplify, amplify what it is the saying. I've always, right, right, yes, that's what they want to do. I, I was like, anybody want to guess the amount of people that have reached out to me to get my perspective on any of this? Zero. Uh, but I had to blast all of these. I blasted two two uh, publications, uh, Loudwire, and I'll shout them out in in, in sort of a, a little sense because they published an op-ed of mine that I did. And um, they didn't do it, though, until I had to, like, quote tweet them, like, because they they covered events of somebody from event sevenfold. Right. Same oh the whole entire metalcore, hardcore metal scene, what have you. It's just virtue signaling their tail off right now. That's what everybody's doing. It's so unbearable. But that's what everybody's doing. And instead of reaching out to like, you know, hey, the one black, the one band that has an actual black guy fronting it and getting his perspective uh, on it, they reach out to these corny, skinny, you know, white dudes and, and all they're doing is, oh, we have to do much more. Um, and all of this is all they're saying. And I'm saying they're a bunch of cornballs. But none, <laughs> nobody has reached out to me uh, until that Loudwire thing popped off. And I quote tweeted them. I was like, hey, Loudwire, you know exactly who we are. You've covered our song. When Statism came out for five weeks, we had the top single on your on your um, on your platform. The top single. So you had to retire us. It was it was it was uh, we went to the Hall of Fame after the fifth week. They're like, all right, we got we got to have a new guy. Uh, <laughs> so they took us off. It literally went into the Hall of Fame, their their version of a Hall of Fame. So they knew exactly who we were. They covered us minimum five weeks, six weeks, actually. So they cover us. And instead of uh, like reaching out to me, no, nobody ever reached out. Email my, my publicist, uh, you know, our managers, none of them had ever reached out to me. It wasn't until I quote tweeted them. I was like, hey, I'd love to give you my perspective. Then they reached out to me and then I did the op-ed. Alternative Press, another another site. It's covered us. That's really, really prominent in our scene. They've covered us. I don't know how many times they covered us when we were first out. They covered us when um, when um, like we dropped self-ownership. Uh, they, Alternative Press has covered us plenty of times. Uh, they even had no issue when when uh, what's that band straight from the path when they dropped that corny uh, song called Good Night All Right. <laughs> I, I I tweeted four words. I said sigh straight from the path five words or, 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 or somewhat because I was just basically like oh my god this may be the worst song that I've ever heard because it's just like it's corny as all hell and they quoted me on that but then a couple of days ago they put a. They, uh, it's a like, hey, top tw- 20, 20 uh, metalcore, uh, excuse me, 20, 20 musicians in metalcore and hardcore uh, that are like in the scene or some black musicians, obviously. And I wouldn't know there, but you know who they put on there? My old band. My old band is currently still existing. They put fire from the guy. And it's like, obviously, they got bu- they got blasted like in the comments. Like, how the hell do you? Because I laid the blueprint for that band. That band is just doing what we do. <laughs> Uh, cause I did it before I joined back. It's just, just, just a copy, right? Uh, they do it in that kind of their own way. Uh, but it's just, I laid the blueprint for that band cause I was in it and they cover them. They cover a bunch of band. that's a lot of people have never heard of that. Obviously we've outsold, uh, out, have bigger, larger fan base and so forth. They cover all of those guys. And what it's showing is it's like to, to bring his point back home. It's like they see what they want to see. 
And generally, it has to fit a certain ilk. It has to fit a certain like cloth, a certain um, uh, a certain branding. Like, and and that's the only way that they particularly will even acknowledge that that it exists. And if it doesn't exist within their line of sight, they say that it doesn't exist at all. Which is such a very dishonest way. It's like it doesn't exist. It's like, well, libertarians aren't saying this because I don't see it. It's like, what type of what type of logic is that? <laughs> well, it's kind of like when people were saying there there are no libertarians in a pandemic. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking we're all about? Still here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we're all still Alive. here. Also, Did not die. <laughs> right. Did not die of COVID. We're, we're still here. <laughs> there are right. also a bunch of people who were, who were like, hey, we obviously need to relax all these stupid laws that have been holding us back so that we can still make money and help people during this time. There was a little bit not uh, coronavirus sucks the whole deal sucks mm-hmm. but there was a little mm-hmm. bit of freedom that came out suddenly i can order alcohol from a mexican restaurant and have it delivered to me yeah sweet yeah you know or like, carry it out with a straw and you know if it gets in your little cup holder in your car and you happen to get thirsty i mean it's it's just there i'm not condoning anything don't tell us don't tell the state but I will say, yeah, to go drinks. The other day, I was someone had posted in my group a video of some white girl who went on for like 12 minutes about white privilege and what it was and teaching people what it was. And like, of course, I didn't make it through the whole thing because the idea of start. listening to a boring, basic white girl tell me about white privilege just doesn't interest me. But I, I, I did wonder, as a black American... When you see shit like that, you see white people doing that, what are your thoughts? Because I feel like I'd be almost insulted. It is easily like the most cringiest thing to ever for me to ever see when I see that. Um, because they've done is given themselves a bunch of power they don't have. It's like they delegated themselves. And yeah, there's a lot of black leftists that, that, that parade this nonsense along. But imagine being so self-righteous to where you feel as if you can lecture the entire world about experience, right? And just claim this power and privilege uh, and ease of, of life over everybody else uh, and say that, well, it's easy for me because of this. And then it's so much difficult for black people to do this uh, because of this. Like, it's the cringiest. So it's like, it's, for me to see that, it's an, it obviously is insulting in a, in a sense yeah. because what they're actually admitting, they'll never admit it. But what they're actually and it's sort of quasi sort of they're basically admitting that they're superior um, to to black people. Now, that ain't no nothing that I agree with. Obviously, I never agree with such a claim. I think that's bogus. Like how to no, absolutely. I, I had a debate with some guy today and I was like, dude, none of you guys are more superior to me. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm more athletic. I'm better, I'm more, more than likely better looking than you guys. Uh, <laughs> all of this, like, th- there's nothing that you can tell me in this regards. Um, and it's like, it's funny with me to see with the band stuff. Like, I know a lot of these band guys are broke, dude. Like, no matter how popular they are, a lot of these guys have no money, man. They, they, uh, get off the, the, the tour and they go work at Firehouse Subs. And no disrespect to Firehouse Subs or people that work at Firehouse Subs. I don't. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that I don't work at Firehouse. You know what I mean? And and I have more money than them. But for them to sit up here and try to lecture everybody else, including guys like me, that they have some supposed privilege, 
uh, even though they they uh, are usually the ones griping the most about, oh, man, it's life is so hard, destroy capitalism and all of this other nonsense. It's what they're admitting to themselves and to everybody else is that they have power over everybody else. And that's mm-hmm. not any power that I gave them. That's not any righteousness that I gave them. That was self-appointed, self-appointed um, power that they that they claim um, to have. And it's such a weird conversation to have because God forbid it. I say you're full of crap. These white leftists. You want to see someone a true racist. You want to see someone that's a racist be black and deviate more so or more so disagree with a lot of these cats when it comes to uh, definitely social political views and and so forth. I've even today. Uh, on Twitter, I've been called so many racist, derogatory names uh, by these types, including some of these white leftists. Um, they showed on hold no punches in that regards. But yeah, man, it's just a bunch of cringy nonsense, and it's it's difficult for me to um to sit there and listen to these people. Um, it's just it just sucks, dude. It just really does suck. Well, it's like I had kind of a uh, big experience when I was in college. Because I went on tour with a worship band, and I I I worked with the me and the other another guy were the sound guys, and this dude was an older black gentleman, and uh, one time we were we were in a uh, a store or a restaurant rather, and uh, some guy had said the n word, and I this like eighteen year old little guilty white person which my parents weren't didn't really teach me to be guilty they taught me to you know see everyone as you know image made in the image of god so that's how mm-hmm, my whole mm-hmm. life has been but i got offended for him and i was like oh man you know i'm so sorry and and he was like dude you don't ever have to apologize to me for something someone else has said Absolutely. and i was like okay and he was like that is probably more offensive to me than what that dude just said yeah and i was like what do you mean he was like i can take care of myself I'm a black man. I am not. I am not a pet like some of these lib- white liberals want me to be. <laughs> yeah. And and it was just this whole conversation where I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. And like no, we it- had this whole conversation that changed my view. And I was like, you know, he's like, don't be afraid of words. He's like, in fact, the whole for the whole uh, summer, he called me little nigga. <laughs> and he was like he was like by the end of the summer i'm gonna have you have you using that word and i was like no you're not no you're no, not you're not i know you're not by the end of that summer i used it constantly with him because i was like i'm comfortable with you i know that yeah. nothing weird's going on right and then i got back to work at chick-fil-a and a guy did something <laughs> stupid and i almost popped out a nigga please yeah and then i stopped at about mm and went, I can't say this here. I don't know this guy. Yeah. Nuggets. Hey, man. Nas said, Nas said, Nas the rapper said, no matter what color you are, everybody diggers. That's what, that's, that's what, uh, that's what Nas said. Uh, but no, like, you, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. Where it's like, it's one of those things where, where you, black, and, and this is a, this is a fault of a lot of black folks because they, they kind of eat this bull crap up. Like you don't need these folks to speak up on your behalf. I certainly don't need white people to speak up on my behalf. I don't need their validation. This is why I cringe so much at this whole idea of, oh, look at me. Woe woe, woe is me. I need white folk to speak up for me. And if they don't speak up, they're being violent towards me or some other stupid crap that that they've sort of uh, perpetuated. 
But no, that's how we that's how we are. You know what I mean? Like I'm an individual. I'm a man, a grown one at that. I don't need any help from these weirdos. There's nothing they could do for me anyway. <laughs> uh, scrawny weirdos. There's nothing they could possibly do for me to protect me or anything like that. I, like I don't need their alignment or anything. But no, like you white people, and this goes on black folks like as well. It's like I am. I have no reason to to apologize, to feel sorry for myself or anything of that nature for experiences that aren't even mine or yeah. uh or anything like that and not, nobody has to apologize for something that someone else did like that's not you are an individual and this is sort of bringing this whole conversation home that's what it's about like it's like if people can acknowledge individuals as individuals a lot of this stuff we wouldn't even be griping about um because we'd see wrong and right for what it actually was instead of trying to tie it to these different groups and social preferences and all these other weird things where people are just going out of their way to be offended, going out of their way to be offended on other people's behalf for the sake of virtue signaling and so forth. And that's not the way to do it. That's absolutely not the way to do it. Um, you are an individual. You have no reason to apologize for anything that someone else did. And I certainly don't, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself for someone else's experience uh, as well, because again, like this, I'm an individual, you are an individual, we're all individuals here. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's uh, an issue is that we, we collectivize it to the point to where we all like try to have experiences that we never have or try to take credit for experiences. The whole point of you are you, that song that we wrote on backwards on our first album, where we was like, um, the whole perspective is like, Alex is speaking from, you know, the perspective of a white white guy he's like he won't be held for the the accountable of he won't be held accountable for things that other people did and that's the whole hook is like we can't take credit for what we we've not endured you know like we we can't do that like that's a it's an illogical thing um taking it taking credit or taking sort of uh you know you're feeling sorry for yourself for yes. situations that you had nothing to do with uh is just such a dishonest way of handling things and uh, people should get off of that well, it's like on, uh, do you remember Blackout Tuesday? When, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> when that did you, did you feel elevated feed. on Blackout Tuesday? No, I, I didn't. Uh, I made fun of him and people got mad. I, I posted, uh, I put a Blackout Tuesday and I grabbed like one of my rifles and I took a picture <laughs> of it. It was a black rifle, obviously, yeah, too, and nice. I had on all black. And I was like, yeah, Blackout. So people didn't t- take kindly to that. Uh, that I would use that hashtag to to, <laughs> to 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 do that. I don't give a damn. But nah, man, that stinks. That sucked, man. Like it was like all of these people definitely with our, in our scene posting black boxes as if this is going to mm. elevate people and and do them right and and, and they want to show stand in solidarity. If I hear that word one that an ally. If I hear that word one mm. more damn time, I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, but no, that's that's sort of um how everybody took it and how everybody approached it, and it was such a dishonest way. Uh, to do it because look, social media has become a show. Okay, that's just what it is. It's a damn show where people try to claim to, even if they're claiming to elevate other people, like black folks, they're trying to elevate themselves. It's their own image, right? It's it's, it's like they're just basking in their ego, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look at me, look at me. Like that's I'm really virtuous. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's 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 the whole Ugh. approach. It, it, it makes me want to barf every time I see it. Yeah. But that's the approach. It's it's about them. It's it's like the most self righteous, egotistical sort of 
sort of, hey, look at me, like I'm one of the good guys. Uh, and that's how they try to position themselves. And it's so easy to see through. It's an entire gimmick. And they get so upset when you call them out on it. Like, dude, this is the only reason uh, that you guys are, are are doing this. And this is sort of what I, some of the stuff that I, I wrote in the op-ed for Loudwire. And like, dude, some of these groups were the same folks that will argue me up and down. It was two two things. I said like taxation and stuff. And these same people within this scene would be like, well, what about roads? And what about the police? So I'm sitting here like. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's signaling their tails off because the, uh, a man was unfortunately murdered by way of the cops. And I'm like, why should I take you guys serious? Like, all ba- it's funny, like, we have so many new viewership. Like, our viewership, backwards viewership, just went through, like, hit it. Like, it's almost like the album came out again. And people watching that video for self-ownership, which we did four years ago, by the way. And, and, and you know, that, that, that third that third verse where I'm breaking down, like it's almost like it could have came out today. You know what I mean? As far as mm-hmm. me talking about people uh, marching and, and like, this is the power that you gave these guys and all of these sorts of things. And believe it or not, we got a lot of pushback and we still get a lot of pushback for the views that we have, man. So for people to sit up here and be like, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an ally, right? I've, I, oh, cops, ba- all cops are bastards, they say, and all these sort of things. I'm like, dude, for, for the last four years, you have been jumping down our throats for this. You don't get to do that. And you certainly don't get to seem virtuous because all you're doing is telling on yourself, um, is that this, this is just a gimmick for you. Yeah. When I saw the Blackout Tuesday thing, I had a few thoughts. My first one was actually your words in my head that that played that shit's for losers. <laughs> and then and then like past that I was like you know this doesn't look like virtue to me. It looks like submission. Yes. Oh, 100%. Like that's that's a good way to put it. I mean I mean like I say they try to berate and bully people into that position as well. Like they try to make you feel guilty because there you don't have the position that they have. And they're like, oh, well, you can't. You're you're a bad person. What do you mean you don't post black boxes or shut up when we tell you to shut up or talk about what it is that we want you to you to talk about? Like there's a larger conversation to be had about all of this. And until they're ready to have that, um, I'm, I'm I don't I'm not giving them credit for posting black boxes or anything like that. He's freaking weirdos. Uh, but a lot of them is, are scared. They're scared, man. Like these guys are, are like, they're doing this. And then some of the cases they've been bullied. A lot of these corporate entities and a lot of people are like, well, I have to say something because everybody's looking to, you know, all these, you know, SJWs on the internet and stuff. Just like, oh, well, so and so didn't say anything about this. And it's like, so what? So what? Like, who cares? Like, who, who cares? Um, about any of that, like you're under no obligation. Definitely, when it comes to this race thing, look, dude. If you're a good person, you're a good person. Uh, you are in under no requirement to sit here and 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 try to. You know, you're in no no position or no more so. You're under no requirement to go out of your way to signal. You know, you've been a good person. You know, you haven't been racist. You know, you haven't been sexist. You know, you haven't been homophobic or, or whatever isms and obias, phobias that they throw out there. You know, that's not who you are. Why yeah. on earth would you, would you need to do something just for the sake of, of proving that you're not that when you've been living that way. And because someone demanded it now that you need, now you need to do it. 
Absolutely not. You're under no requirement. I tell, I encourage you to tell those guys to go screw themselves in the event that they try to demand that you say something uh, on, on a dime. Like, why don't you say this? You need to do a video. Like, I get that all the time. These weirdos like, well, you don't do it. You never did a video about this. It was like, well, just because you said that mother, I, I ain't doing, I'm certainly not doing one now because I, that's not how I operate. Like, I'm under no requirement to sit up here and do something because you demand it. But on a serious note, if you if you have been a good dude, you know, a good, good, good woman doesn't matter. Like if you're a good person and you've been good to people, you've not shown showcase any sort of racism. You don't you're under no requirement to sit up here and speak up or anything like that because someone demanded it of you. I just thought it was hilarious that most of the white people on the planet on that Tuesday decided that the best way to shut the fuck up was to let everyone know, hey guys, hey, hey, look at me, look at me. I'm shutting the fuck I'm up. I'm shutting the fuck up. Yep. How about you just shut the fuck up? Yep. People yep. who were normally inactive, like, or had been inactive for months, or just like all of a sudden needed to appear with a black box. It's like, I hear you, and I'm not supposed to be hearing you today, you know? <laughs> exactly, right? All right, all right. It doesn't, it doesn't like, quite make any from- sense. I haven't heard from you in a while and now I have to hear from you like I could have I would have preferred to not. Yep. It's like they're pointing to themselves saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, what a, look at what I'm doing. Look how virtuous I am. And they expect to be taken serious and they shouldn't be taken serious. They shouldn't be taken serious in, 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 in any in any regards when it comes to that. Well, it's like I think the 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 most beautiful case of that that I saw today was a video of Eric Swalwell. Uh, that freaking guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who farted on live yeah. television. Um, he was in, I forget, I don't know what the meeting was, but he was like, I I would like to give up my time for any Republican who would like to unequivocally state that black lives matter. And then he, someone oh was like, well, yeah, God. all lives matter. And he was like, I'm taking back my time. I would like <laughs> any Republican to, to unequivocally state that black lives matter. And so it was a, a clear, look how great I am and it's submit. So and it was one. Of, it was just insane to watch because I'm like, this little guy, this little very white boy, <laughs> is trying to flex on everyone right now. Unbelievable, man! That dude right there is something else, man. But no, that's how it is. They want to beat you into submission. They want they want to demand that you do something on on their um, behalf. Um, and when they demand on on like you some sort of dog or something, and it's like they want you on command to do what they want you to do. And then it's like they demand, and all that does is incentivize me not to do whatever it is that you do, because now I know that it's gonna piss you off. So now I'm not gonna do it, even if I had to, had to, you know, I wanted to say it. Now I'm certainly not gonna say it because you're demanding me to do it. You know what I mean? But again, like I said before, you're under no requirement to do that, and I would encourage you to tell those guys to go screw themselves any event that they try to <laughs> try to paint you in a corner or try to demand like you're some dog. That hey, you need to you need to say you need to say this like nah like go screw yourself. Not to mention that the statement, devoid of any other context, Black Lives Matter is a clearly true statement, and that's what's so brilliant about this plan, about their plan and how they've done this, because if you put the context back in, there are a bunch of communists behind it. Absolutely, that you have to agree with all these different points. Like I was talking to Kim the other day and i was like that's the problem with you know saying black lives matter 
is because I've run into those people where if you say Black Lives Matter, they're like, okay, so trans lives matter as well. And it's like, well, yes, but <laughs> but th there's this <laughs> thing because apparently, according to the, these people I've read, the Black Lives Matter movement was started by black trans women. Uh -huh. And if you don't agree that biological, uh, biologically trans women are the same as women, then you don't believe Black Lives Matter. And oh, I'm like, man. this thing is way too loaded to just say. And they know that. And they, it's such a simple statement that if you don't say it, you look like you're an evil person. Well, the yep. big, so that's why I'd just be like, to hell with that. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like the bigger they know that, but the majority of people who have been either kind of pressured into saying it or... I don't want to say tricked into saying it because, like, you know, it, it like you said, it, it, if you say it just devoid of context, like, it's a statement. Yes, it's true, and all good people would agree with it. But um, a lot of people just have no idea and can't even fathom that there's this bigger picture that it's purposefully very manipulative and it's trying to get you to, again, submit to, really, the state because all they want to do is mm -hmm. grow the state and, um, you know further further their power by dividing us further ah it's just but you know you can't put that in a black box like you, you can't put that right. in a black tuesday <laughs> blackout tuesday um post and it's just so one more thought on that like my first reaction was oh my god i i i can't submit like that's what they want they want they right. want me to submit are they they're are they coming for me like is somebody outside <laughs> And um, it really reminded me of, like, to go back to the experiences you got, you, Tom Woods, and Dave Smith have with, like, the Loser Brigade. But it's like, remember when Tom, Tom Woods didn't sign the I'm not a Nazi petition? <laughs> and it's just like, well, that's how I felt. Like, I, just because I'm, I'm not a Nazi because I'm not signing the I'm not a Nazi petition. I'm not doing your stupid black post. <laughs> Yeah, no, perfectly put. No, no, no. But that's how you got to handle those guys. Like, you don't get to tell me that on demand. And it's like, obviously, look, there's layers to it, right? There's layers to uh, Black Lives Matter and a movement and an organization. There's layers to it. And you're under no obligation to support that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I, hell, I just did a video. Uh, one of my more popular videos over the last week is, is why I specifically don't support this movement because it's a, it's a, it's a movement centered around kissing white people's ass or begging them to validate or acknowledge you. I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah. Uh, That's just for losers. Yeah, exactly. For it, it, uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in that begging for white people to accept me, acknowledge me, access to their resources and stuff. I, no, that, that's for absolute losers, man. Uh, on a serious note, it's for losers. So, you know, I'm under no requirement because they want me to say something to say that considering that I know it's a little more nuanced. I know that there's levels to this, man. There's uh, there's layers to it. And just sit up here saying the statement because you want me to say a statement is it's not nah, nah, it's, it's not how it works. And again, if you're a good person and you know that, you know, hey, I don't treat people bad because they're black. For what reason should you be having to say that on a demand like that? Well, yeah, one, one of the fun, like, there's so much going on right now. I think, honestly, with the police and unarmed black men and unarmed anyone being shot by them, I do feel like we're kind of in a blowback loop right now. That's that's my take on the situation is, of course, uh, what was his name? Richard 
Brooks? Was that the guy who got shot in oh, yeah, yeah, Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, the the police do too much. Someone dies. People rise up. Police do too much. I mean, it's just back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. But like, you know, with Chop or what's it? What, is it called? Chaz. Oh, Chaz. 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 I think Chaz. It's, I think it's Chaz. Yeah, it changed, I think it changed it to Chop. I think it's transitioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 didn't want to. They didn't want to be actually autonomous. They had to change it to the uh, the uh, occupied. Zone? It's like yeah. uh, well, no. What did they call it? It's like the no. Uh, uh, it's like official protest or something. Or something like that. Because God forbid, if they're autonomous, they don't want to. They don't want to deal with all oh, of the uh, the other stuff that. They, yeah. yeah, the the stuff that comes with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and of course they want they still want their well, the the United States welfare state. Is, of course they still want that. So they can't be autonomous. They have to, they have to, um, you know, be. It's like I forget. It's like occupy something protest yeah. now is what chop chop stands for. Um, but yeah, like those those weirdos out there. I thought today though I saw some <laughs> video where like like they like they were actually starting to break some of that stuff up. Really. I heard that the Hell's Angels were headed up there to break it up, but oh, I didn't man, hear anything else on that. That would be that, entertaining, is all hell. Yeah, Ooh. wouldn't that be something? Something? Uh, <laughs> uh, that that would end in a situation that I don't think I know they for sure don't want. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> One of the things that I noticed with all of that going on is that, like, the leftists on the ground, you know, like the idealists and people like that are they're they are calling to defund or abolish the police, which I'm all about. I mean, I'm I'm all about that. But if you actually pay attention to the press, the corporate press, you'll you see that the elites are going, no, 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 they don't mean defund the police. They mean this, 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 this and this. And there was one op ed that came up written by a black dude that was like, no, 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 we mean defund the police. I'm like, hey, at least there's one of them out there. That's yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, what they're trying to do is um, like and, and this is what I'm interested to see how this plays out over the course of the next month. This is the sort of behavior that Democrats have fostered specifically like mainstream leftism because they're useful idiots for them. Yeah. Um, but it's you're starting to see that, you know, even in like some of the phrasing that they use and stuff, it's like they're, they're trying to convince themselves and other people that that more extreme in that communism in or that wing doesn't exist. It's not really there. Yeah. Uh, they like to pretend that that's not the case. But it absolutely is the case. But if it blows up in their face, because what that does is it turns like more moderate people off. Yeah. Like, you know, like my mother, who may be a more moderate Democrat, is like, I don't want to be associated with this nonsense um, because she's seeing that. But that's what they that's what, sort of what they fostered. That's kind of the the culture that they've allowed to exist because they want to use them against the other the opposition. Right. And then they have the people that say this and they're like, but what we really mean is this more moderate position that you can accept. Yeah, but exactly. I also don't believe leftists who say that police should be defunded or abolished simply because the sword of the state is what gets people like us to to swallow their agenda. Their crap. Mm-hmm. They need the police. They need mm-hmm. they need the jackbooted thugs at the end because that. How else are they going to implement their bullshit? Dude, that's that's why they're saying like when you listen to what they want to implement out of the like the whole when they say defund the police, it's all a fraud. You know what I mean? It's like they want to replace it with like this sort of quasi state. Right. Like it's like a it's the woke police is what they more so want to replace it with. And they notice they never talk about people keeping the money. 
people not getting taxed. That's never what they discuss. They just want to reroute the funds to what it is that they want to reroute the funds to. So it's still it's a shakedown. It's a oh, yeah. that's why I caught what I called it was like uh, I was just talking deep on the police. It's like a it's a money laundering scheme. And, and, and what they're trying to do is reroute the funds that everybody's getting robbed uh, from. Because notice that's not even on the table. What's on notice? None of them, even the extreme guys. What's not on the table is not being taxed. That's not even anything that they bring up. Don't think it's not even that. on. Right. That's not even the com- why, because they want that money and, and they want to use it to, again, fund whatever woke police fund uh, the losers that have uh, useless degrees uh, that don't amount to anything. So they want to feel like they're valuable. So they want to fund these guys, social workers uh, and, and so forth. They just want to reroute the funds. What's on, what's not on the table is people keeping up their money. They're not talk, uh, keeping their own money. They're not talking about like marketized forms of defense or security or anything like that. That's not even that's not even within the realm of discussion. That's why I call it what it is. It's a money laundering scheme. It's that's exactly what it is. A fraud. Right. If, if, if everyone that we knew and all of those people actually wanted to make a change, they just stop paying their taxes. Hmm. You know, yeah. that yeah. that would be the statement to make to go. Mm-hmm. We will not pay you to do your this job because you're not doing it right. If they I mean, it, no one will ever do that because only a few of us believe that taxation is theft. Yep. But imagine how much strength there would be if there was a big enough contingent of people that said, you know what? You don't get my money anymore. Period. Yep. Yep. That'd be nice. I mean, simple as that. And uh, and but again, that's why like you, know, I shouldn't take them serious. Nobody should take them serious when it comes to the things that they claim to be for. You know what I mean? Um, don't take them serious. Mm-hmm. Don't take them serious. Don't take them serious at all. Uh, when they try to again perpetuate this nonsense and say that they are like, oh, we 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 are for these folks. We want to defund the police. We want to do all these are catchphrases that always have multiple meanings. And generally, it ain't good. It ain't what they want to replace it with. This is why I said on the other side of this, it could be worse because you know they're not thinking of free markets. They're not thinking uh, private property rights or anything like that. They just want to strong arm people to do what they want them to personally do. Um, and what they feel should be right. But they don't. It's not the the stop of the strong arm. It's like we rather strong arm you to do this. That's all. Yeah, I don't think that there's a an end to this that doesn't include more centralization of police. Oh, for sure. And Sucks, man. Another um, poetic piece of this is that if more and more money gets, you know, diverted or taken away from going to local law enforcement, like those layers, more immediate layers around communities cities states whatever it's going to go to the feds and Mm -hmm. i but i thought donald trump was a nazi and like that all these people hate donald trump and you know he's just rounding up people and putting them in concentration camps but let's make sure (laughs) he is in charge of the national police force yeah, and that's that's how you really segue in dictatorship. Um, but that's what they are segueing in. Like they're not. They want a dictatorship. They just don't want Trump. They, want they just don't want Trump. They just don't want Trump in charge of it. But they want a dictatorship. Yeah, bingo, bingo, 100%. perfectly put, perfectly put. That was perfectly put. Well, I think that that was a fantastic conversation, and I really appreciate you coming on, Eric. I'm really happy to actually have a recording that'll go out this time. I'm so <laughs> yep. Oh man. Again, man. Like I say, man, I'm, I'm glad we could finally make it happen again. And um, I appreciate you guys uh having me on. And yeah, let's let's do it again. Either, you know, with what, whatever, uh, man. Just just reach out to me. I know it's been a minute. 
Um, but I, and I appreciate you having me on. Like I say, we can we can do it again. You too, Maddie. Like whenever you guys need me, just, just give me all. Yeah. Awesome. Before we go, could you tell people what you're most excited about and where they can they can find you the easiest? Yes. Um uh like I have a lot of things in store. Um, you know, I'm doing a lot of Blaze work. If you go to Blaze TV, um, you'll be able to see me popping up on so many different shows um and so forth. Uh but obviously on my YouTube, Young Ripper Five Nine, it's I mean <laughs> Over the last year, my YouTube has grown to an area that I would have never thought it'd be in. Um, I, I see your plaque back there. Yes, yes. I, I finally got one of those uh, last nice. year, I believe, was when I finally got my got my YouTube plaque after reaching 100,000 subs. Um, that's something that I would have never imagined doing. Um, I've been YouTubing. Since I'm a, I'm a, again, I'm a young guy. Uh, I've been YouTubing since I was 16. Uh, and wow. it wasn't until now, until I got to this point. So, uh, I appreciate everybody and their support and whatnot. But of course, you can go to Young Ripper 59 and, uh, you know, if you want to check out my band and keep an eye on us, B- backwards, B-A-C-K-W-O-R-D-Z. Uh, we're live on all major digital platforms. Like you mentioned, the, uh, new song is out, um, called, uh, The Great Equalizer. So if you want to check that out on all major digital platforms, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, go jam, go jam that, man. And, um, like I say, they continued support. Is where it's at, at Eric DJLI on Twitter. That's where I'm at. If you want to see me, uh, make a leftist mad, by all means, go follow me over there. And, uh, like I said, man, I, I appreciate all the support from this community, man. Guys have been absolutely amazing to me. Uh, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking, looking forward to what we can do going into the next year. Awesome. And as always, you can find Maddie on Twitter at Vixens Voluntary, on Instagram at Voluntary Vixens, and you can email them. I believe at voluntaryvixens at gmail.com. Did I yes. get all that right? Yes. And for me, just type type this is MLGA just anywhere. Throw at gmail.com at the end. It works. At MLGANetwork.com. That works. That's how you find me. Uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on, Eric. And uh, to play us out will be the new song, The Great Equalizer. And as always, stay sane. <laughs>